Hello, hello, it's great to see you again, and welcome back to another installment of Advance Your Wealth with Homer Smith. I'm your host, Ryan Ruff. It's great to have you with us here. If you are joining us on the Facebook live stream, it's great to have you with us. Or if you're checking us out after the fact, whether it be on YouTube or a podcasting platform, all the same. Love to have you here with us today for another unique, complex financial discussion. Uh, Homer Smith, star of the show, he'll be joining me momentarily. But look, we always want to say thank you before we bring Homer on. And also, you know, kind of give you a lay of the land as to what the topic of conversation is going to look like today. So, you know, a lot of wealthy families out there that have assets in trusts, they want more than what they can get maybe from their typical professional or corporate trust companies. And in instances like these and for these people, you know, setting up their own private trust company could be a beneficial option for them. So we're going to tap into, you know, Homer's knowledge on the topic. We're going to, you know, learn a little bit about what these private trust companies look like and why they might be beneficial in certain instances, ways, shapes, or forms. So that being said, let's go ahead and bring Homer out to get today's conversation rolling. Homer, good to see you. How you doing? I'm well, Ryan. Good to see you as well. Yeah, absolutely. We're, so here we are, you know, getting ready for yet another Advance Your Wealth. Um, always look forward to our conversations, Homer. And today we've got a really peculiar topic to dive into because I feel like we've we've kind of scratched the surface of this in, in different conversations, but we've never taken a deep dive into private trust companies specifically. So let's let's start with that high overview like we typically do. One of those more interesting ways that, you know, you're seeing wealthy families address certain financial needs or concerns is through the use of a private trust company. But could you tell us more about just these different types of trust companies that exist today? Yeah, and, and, and I think this is an important topic because in, in working with the clients I have over the years who have corporate trust relationships or individuals who are acting as trustee, you know, there, there's definitely some frustrations and challenges that they've experienced along the way, whether it's communication, whether it's you know the management of, of the investments, um, transitions between trustees. So there's lots of things, and I know we'll cover those more um, later in the conversation, but you know, really in general, uh, private trust companies, uh, differentiators from those are really set up to serve a single family versus serving you know multiple families, multiple trusts and really focused on the estate planning and especially if there's a private business the the business succession planning uh, for that family you know, there, there can be you know aspects around investment management and wealth management as well but it's really around that estate planning and business planning for that wealthy family got it so homer overall what's the what's the real appeal of going with a private trust company then instead of say you know a professional or a corporate trust company or even just having a single individual maybe act as your family's trustee yeah, there's there's a number I think of advantages. I think one is or, or one reason why they might want to consider it is if they have been frustrated with investment performance issues and and maybe it's not so much the performance of the funds itself, but it could simply be the communication around the decisions on the investment side. You know, I think another one is a lot of these wealthy families have multiple trusts and potentially multiple trustees, multiple trust companies. And the you know, private trust allows you to uh, consolidate all of that and, and have better coordination uh, across the decision making across all of your trusts. And, and I think another really important one is you know, for corporate trust companies, and you know, I've worked with a number of them and I've had good relationships with them, but you know, trustees change. You know, people come and go from those companies. And so you might spend a year or two building a great relationship with your trustee that fully understands the family and then that person retires or leaves to go to another company and you've got to restart that relationship all over again and so i think that uh, consistency 
and permanence where if you have your own board of directors that you select that knows the family well that's got you know different uh, ages and, and experience involved can really ensure that you have less of that uh, having to replace and, and retell the story all over again sure no completely understand that i mean it helps to just work with it you know have that level of consistency with a given individual so those are some of the main benefits it sounds like of of a private trust company but are there any other secondary or, or intangible benefits additional reasons maybe to go this route um and you know almost added bonuses if you will uh, of of working with the private trust company yeah i think there's a couple of, but they, they, they kind of relate to those first few that we discussed i think one mm -hmm. is flexibility so when you're able to uh, choose who the board of directors are, and typically you're going to choose people that you know have been working with the family for a number of years, know how the decision makers think and make decisions. You, you know you're going to have people that are going to really understand how decisions uh, should be made for the family's best interest, and you know ultimately, just specific to that, because it's a a single private trust for that single family, it's really focused on what's best for that family. So it's it's really about making better sure. decisions specifically for that family. So I think those those are, again, they're related to those first couple uh, that we discussed, but but there are additional benefits uh, of having your private trust company. So this next question is a little bit of a peculiar one here, Homer. Will private trust companies, when a given family is working with them, do they ever entertain personal or, or really non-financial concerns and work with families in that way? Yeah, on a limited basis, more again, more related to the estate planning side and, and mm -hmm. really relating the, the family values and fostering communication amongst the generations. But it's, it's not a single family office where they're bringing in travel resources, dog walking services, you know, car purchasing services. So it's not mm -hmm. a it's not a family office from that perspective. Um, so, again, it's, it's really more focused specifically in that estate planning business planning family succession issues when it comes to non-financial related issues. So Homer, you and I, we dive into the family dynamic a lot on this show, whether it was through the family constitution or, or, or a big conversation we had a while back was, was walking through um, just that process of preparing heirs for their inheritance. So when it comes to private trust companies, is there any way that heirs can benefit from this process specifically? Yeah, I think the biggest area that heirs can benefit from a family trust is really around the multi-generational multi engagement uh, and education of those family members. So while they may not be directly involved in the trust company itself, uh, they can benefit from the education coming out of the trust company. Trust companies, you know, you're typically going to meet with the family on a regular basis, educate the family on what's going on within the investments and within the trust itself. Um, and they can be a part of those trust meetings where, where again, they're going to be uh, involved in the direct interaction with the trust company. So a lot of education, family harmony, engagement uh, can come from uh, having your private trust company with those professionals that are you know dealing with the family over multiple generations as well so i think there's a lot of benefits that come from that and homer quick follow-up to that I, is that something that you typically wouldn't see from you know a corporate or a professional trust company that level of work with an heir i would say it's it's not that uh family members couldn't be involved in trust meetings i think the the corporate trustees that i work with they definitely try to involve the family but again, due to some of those other issues where those people are changing regularly or, you know, some of the frustrations with communication, you know, whereas in a private trust company, you are going to have those professionals that know the family well and have been working with them for many years. I think you can just develop a little bit more of a focus on that education engagement uh, because you're going to have consistency over time. Sure. Makes sense. So Homer, you know, when we look at families that have significant assets and in, in many of these situations, they 
they prefer to have privacy, not only, of course, to keep eyes off of their wealth, but also maybe internal family issues that they might be dealing with. So let's talk about this issue of privacy with, with you know, um, you know, a private trust company. Do you find that this is a, a beneficial route to go if a family is, you know, particularly interested in establishing that level of privacy overall? Yeah, I think there's definitely some areas where privacy is enhanced in a private trust company. Um, I think that, number one, there's typically just going to be fewer people involved compared to a corporate trustee situation, whether that's just fewer number of trustees rotating through, uh, fewer people from the bank or whatever that corporate trust company might be involved with being just knowledgeable of that uh, individual's overall situation. So there's definitely some control over just the amount overall information about the family being out there. Um, and then also, you know, I think another area that's an opportunity for additional privacy is again, because of the nature of a private trust company, the reporting and regulatory rules are slightly different than a corporate trustee. And so in terms of uh, providing and maintaining confidentiality, I think there's some, some additional opportunities there to, to have some enhancements. Got it. So Homer, this, the question that I feel like begs to be asked at this point is you've just listed a, a lot of different benefits of working with a private trust company. So what's the price tag? What's, what's it look like financially? You know, what's that financial commitment look like? Is it more expensive than going the route of a professional or corporate trust company? What does this conversation look like? Uh, if it was as simple as all these benefits we've described, why wouldn't everybody just have their own private right. trust company? But the reality is there, there's definitely some costs involved and you're typically going to be looking at, you know, six figures. So a couple few hundred thousand dollars uh, to get this thing set up, deal with the regulatory environment. There's some ongoing costs and, and, and legal re responsibilities as well. So, you know, it's definitely something that is um, designed for, you know, really wealthy families. And uh, that that's definitely going to be um, a, a stumbling block for many as they consider this option. So it, cost is definitely going to be a, a big factor as to whether this makes sense for a family or not. Roger that. And Homer, you know, kind of as a final question, really, to, to bring our our uh, conversation to a head here is, is we've given them a lot of our, them being our audience. We've given you guys a lot of, of insight into this world. Where do they go? How would they, what would be the next step forward if they are interested in, in proceeding this route with a private trust company? Yeah, I mean, kind of related to the last question, I mean, the first step is you got to look at the costs and see if this is something you want to pursue. But you know, I know for wealthy families who would be considering this cost isn't always uh, the, the only factor involved, all these other benefits, privacy, uh, a little bit more flexibility, uh, having you know, people that you know, know the family super well being involved. There's there's other factors that need to be considered, but also you know, the larger of a trust structure that you might already have in place, the cost may not be higher. They actually could be lower depending on uh, your current structure within your trust. So you have to do uh, a comparison between the two. And then again, um, look at the cost as one of the decision-making factors and weigh it with all of those other components as well. So really an organized, streamlined private trust company could provide a lot of benefits, but we do got to you know weigh all the pros and cons. So Homer, recently in any conversations that you've had with your clients, you know, have, have you steered anybody this route? You know, do you find that you're having this conversation a lot? What's, what's that look like on a day-to-day -day basis with you guys over at Convergent? Yeah, I wouldn't say this is a day-to-day -day conversation just due to the limited nature of it. I would say sure. just a, a, few, a few of our clients are, are interested uh, based on their frustration levels with with some of the trust companies and, and situations that they're in. And, you know, another factor is when, you know, 
it's it's not always just the frustrations that in dealing with a trust company. It could even be um, challenges of dealing with individuals that they may want to have as trustees, uh, even mm -hmm. family members being as trustees. Uh, the, the the amount of work involved in 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 being a trustee, the fiduciary responsibilities that can come with that role, uh, often scare many people away. So so having a, a private trust company and having the structure and regulatory environment around it uh, is, is, again, something I think that we're going to see a lot more uh, wealthy families considering in the future. Good to know. Good to know. Homer, any final thoughts, really, before we wrap up today, just in regards to private trust companies as a whole and just how they really position themselves against those you know, professional or corporate trust companies? Yeah, I think for me, it's just, you know, in wrapping up, it's this is just another uh, component opportunity to address the bigger picture multi-generational wealth transfer situation that many of our clients are going through. And and whether it's the family constitution and, and looking at different estate planning opportunities and, and tax planning opportunities over time, you know, evaluating whether a private trust company is just another one of those advanced planning components that we need to be considering as a part of any stress test we're doing for our clients. So it's just a, it's another tool that, you know, we want to make sure that our clients and our families are, are aware of when they're evaluating, you know, what steps they should be considering as they do their planning. Sure. As you know, if we've said it before, we'll say it again. So many tools in the toolbox when it comes to just, you know, it's in the name of the show, advancing your wealth, figuring out what the best, you know, course is to get you to that next level, get you to that next goal. Uh, well, hey, look, anyway, Homer, really appreciate you taking your time out of your day for the live stream and for the show today. Um, you know, looking forward to the next episode already, and I'm sure the topic will be uh, announced here shortly. All right. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate it. No problem. Look, hey, look, for those that joined us on the Facebook Live, our audience, we want to thank you for joining us today. You know, if you enjoyed the, today's conversation, feel free to comment, subscribe, share this information with friends, family. At the end of the day, the show, like we just mentioned, it's advancing your wealth. We want these conversations to be benefiting you at home, and we want you to take those lessons learned from these conversations. So for Homer Smith, I'm Ryan Ruff saying so long. We thank you so much for joining us on today's edition of Advance Your Wealth. All opinions expressed by Homer Smith are solely Smith's opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Integrated Wealth Concepts, LLC, Integrated, or its parent company or affiliates and may have been previously disseminated by Smith on television, radio, internet, or another medium. We should not treat any opinion expressed by Smith as a specific inducement to make particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. Smith's opinions are based on information he considers reliable, but neither Integrated nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. Smith, Integrated, its affiliates and or subsidiaries are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided. Smith's statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Neither Smith nor Integrated guarantees any specific outcome or profit. You should be aware of the real risk of loss in following any strategy or investment discussed by Smith or anyone else. Strategies or investments discussed may fluctuate in price or value. Investors may get back less than invested. Investments or strategies mentioned on this website or in the show may not be suitable for you. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. You must make an independent decision regarding investments or strategies mentioned by Smith. Before acting on information you hear, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular circumstances and strongly consider seeking advice from your own financial or investment advisor. Investment advice offered through Integrated Financial Partners, a registered investment advisor. Integrated Financial Partners provides investment advisory services through several doing business as names. 
The information in this material is for general information only and is not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Integrated Financial Partners does not provide legal, tax, mortgage advice, or services. Please consult your legal tax advisor regarding your specific situation.